0: You've got mail. You are listening to a podcast, Ice and Fire, episode one eighty nine for the week of February twenty eighth, two thousand sixteen. Welcome back, everyone, to the Longest running Podcast dedicated to George R. R. Martin's uh, Song of Ice and Fire and the occasionally HBO's Game of Thrones.
1: This is Ashley.
0: And this is Amin. And we have our guest, uh, Tara. Welcome back, Tara.
2: Hello. Thank you.
0: Good to have you on here. I think the last time was probably our post-Comic-Con uh, chat.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was last summer.
0: And uh, we have you on today to begin to t- talk about uh, the upcoming Ice and Fire convention. Uh, and so tell us about it.
2: Well, we are just under two months out. Um, We actually this is our fourth year we've grown a lot every year and finally after last year we outgrew our original location so we're now uh we used to be at ravenwood castle in ohio which was amazing but unfortunately they can't accommodate more than like 100 110 people so now we've moved to mountain lake lodge in pembroke virginia it's about an hour from roanoke virginia that's the closest airport a couple hours from dc and honestly like i live in In upstate South Carolina, it's about four hours for me. Um, basically if you're, if you're in Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, lower Ohio, you're within five hours of this location. Um, and they filmed, uh, parts of dirty dancing there, which is kind of cool, but it's like a big stone lodge. So it's not a castle anymore, which is a little bit different, but it's a big stone lodge. And it's still a beautiful, beautiful setting, which we're really excited about. Um, oh my gosh. And they have internet. <laughs> That'll be an Which was like what, what are geeks? To be honest, well, to be honest, like one of the best things about Ice and Fire condom is that nobody had internet. But at the same time, <laughs> uh it's good that we have it now because that's going to allow us to do some other things that I'll talk about in a minute. Um But, but it yeah. is
1: funny uh watching people walk around trying to find that one yeah. cell phone spot where they get a connection. It's oh like if you gosh. walk to that tree stand ten feet to the left, you're good.
2: If you if you go to the chessboard and you stand on like the black space that's like, <laughs> you know, uh one space up from the end of the board and you know, one space over from like the left of the board, you can get just enough service to possibly send a text message. Yeah. Um, so it should be a little it, it, I mean, it's still in the mountains and everything, so cell phone service is still probably questionable, but they do have internet, um, which is good for some other things, like I said, that I'll mention in a minute. But uh we have a lot of new stuff happening this year, and actually only one of the things I'm going to mention is something I've talked about before. Um, first of all, uh, a very good friend of ours, uh, Josh, who was at Ice and Fire Con last year, made a portable iron throne that is amazing, and he brought it to Dragon Con back in August. Uh, Ashley and I have several pictures from from. You know, the Iron Throne, including, you know, anime basketball and <laughs> We do. And, uh, so anyway, he is going to be bringing his Iron Throne to Ice and Fire Con, and we're going to have it in a room. Um, it's going to be kind of one of those places where we can like lock it late at night and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty much there, you know, all day for people to take pictures on and everything. Um, which is really cool because this is the first year we've had a replica iron thrown there.
1: And uh, if you if you haven't seen these pictures, they're they're all over the internet um whenever you look up Dragon Con for 2015. But th- it it looks accurate. It's not like, you know, cardboard stuck onto a lawn chair. It it looks like the real deal.
2: Yeah, I actually did an interview with like post Dragon Con. I wrote an interview for the Geekyery um and it's, it's actually called The Guy with the Iron Throne. So if you Google Dragon Con, The Guy with the Iron Throne or something, you can find my article, I'm sure. And uh, it's on the thegeekgary.com. And he talks about how he built it, how he transported it. Um, I have a bunch of pictures on there from different cosplayers uh, that he sent me, as well as uh, Christian Nairn and Finn Jones on the Iron Throne. But yeah, so we've got the Iron Throne. Also, and, and this is kind of, this is weather permitting, this could change or whatever, but weather permitting, Friday night is going to be a bonfire night with Song of Ice and Fire songs and storytelling. Got a bonfire pit. That's one of the things we kind of missed at Ravenwood. They had, eventually, I think this past year was the first year they had it. They had fire pits down, Um at the cottages at the bottom of the hill but they never allowed it anywhere around the castle but this time uh, mountain lake has a big fire pit and we've already talked to them and as long as it's not raining uh they provide the wood and everything we light a big bonfire and we're gonna get some people involved and have some songs and 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 stories and whatever uh and i'm sure you know it'll be ridiculous like it always is with us <laughs> so how many
0: uh, people could be there potentially
2: Um, right now we can have up to, I think 210 people. Um, we haven't sold, we've sold about half the tickets that we can sell. So we, and we plenty of rooms left, like plenty of rooms. So anybody who buys a ticket now, as long as they book their room within a few days of buying their ticket, will probably even have like a good choice of rooms, not just, you know, we have we have the mountain lake is huge in size, I mean to be honest when I say they can hold two hundred and ten people it's actually way more than that there's an entire area uh of the lodge it's like it's kind of like the cottages at Ravenwood like i said that they were at the bottom of the hill, so it was like a 10 minute walk that you could not do in the dark. And I think this is kind of the same thing at mountain lake, but they do have more cabins that we haven't even, you know, opened up yet. So there's absolutely plenty of, you know, room for anybody who buys a ticket. This is, we we are not going to be overselling a, ourselves, um, you know, because we have so much more room to grow if, Definitely if- not this year.
1: Anyone who has been trying to go to this convention in the past years, the biggest problem we had was not so much space that we didn't have places to house everyone. Mm -hmm. And that had caused quite a problem because people are drinking and stuff and they don't want to have to travel back and forth at at night in the woods. (laughs) Not a (laughs) safe, not, not good. But so if, if that was an issue before, it's not going to be this time. Like everything is, all the cabins are walking distance from each other.
2: Yeah, we we have we have put our ticket allotment at what the place can hold if everybody only books like double rooms. So like and and already obviously there's so many people who are sharing four people to a, you know, two-bed room. Like the way we booked it is that there we could actually sell far more tickets than 210, I think is what the official number is. Um that's what we're going for right now. You know if we get closer and more people buy tickets and and i mean and we still can open up those other rooms at the bottom of the hill too so you know that there's there's more options for rooms as well but yeah we're we're this year will not be any sort of problem with you being on property and within walking distance of everything that's happening
1: yeah i just want to clarify like a lot of people think conventions they think hotels and you know the typical convention this is not that this is more no. summer camp for
2: adults
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> That's what we're looking for. And, um, and uh, you know, this year, every year it seems to grow by a night. Uh, the first few years, it was very solidly Friday and Saturday nights. You know, so you check in Friday, leave, check out Sunday. Um, last year, a, a lot of people showed up Thursday. This year, um, while the official convention doesn't start until 2 p.m. on Friday, you know, and it's it's obviously up to everybody whether or not they show up Thursday night. There is a like ninety five percent chance that we're going to extend through Monday morning, uh, because Sunday night is the Game of Thrones premiere night, and basically we're we're going up there. Uh, Trista, one of the organizers, is going up there to test their internet the first weekend of March, and as long as it can handle HBO Go, we will be doing a live viewing in one of the big rooms on a on a screen um, of the the season premiere of Game of Thrones on Sunday night. It. <laughs> I have a flight booked. <laughs> I don't think I could change that. I <laughs> mean, let's be, let's be honest. Like, I don't... You know how I am about the show. I'm kind of like, whatever. But... Yeah. The, the one bad thing about moving it from Ohio is that we had gotten, like, a group of people that would always just go back to Columbus and all watch Game of Thrones together. And then <laughs> when, when they announced the premiere as being the weekend of Ice and Fire Con, the organizers, myself and Tristan and Brendan, were like, can we make this work? <laughs> so I, for one, will be there Thursday through Monday. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> coming cool. there
0: uh, Thursday as well, like because I'm carpooling down there. But so they'll they'll be definitely people there to hang out yeah.
2: with.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm carpooling Thursday too. I think a lot of people who are traveling a distance will be coming in Thursday night.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is a it is a little bit farther for a lot of people. So,
1: also oh, the prices of the rooms are very reasonable. Like it's yeah, they're
2: not, oh, yes, it's they're, very reasonable. I, I know. To be honest, I I haven't. I'm not sure they're on our website, but um, I know they're on our Facebook group. So if you join the Ice and Fire Convention Facebook group on Facebook, they are, it's like the pinned post at the top, and they range from, this is pre tax, but they range from like $89 and change. For a room with one bed, like a queen bed or whatever, to like a little over two hundred for a cabin that sleeps like six. So, or or like family, there's like family hotel rooms. I mean, did you? Yeah,
0: I got a family one. I'm not sure what the cost was, but it's really like cost effective for three people because it's three.
2: Oh yeah, they're 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 not bad at all. To be honest, they're they're cheaper. cheaper
0: than a lot of conventions yeah oh it it also looks like it's a good room too i was looking at the pictures, so it's like a quality place and you can i'm actually rooming with uh fd ward and uh claudius the fool this year so yeah
2: mountain lake has 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 done they're 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 great they're actually like i want to say they're partially or or maybe all the way like state run they've been so easy to work with like um they've been a little bit like there's some things they don't understand because this is the first time they've ever had a convention like that at their location. But it's like, as soon as they understand what we're asking for, they are so accommodating. It's amazing. Um, the one thing we're still not 100% about how it's going to happen is the beer tasting. However, they, they, are dealing with Omagong. I've been back and forth at Mountain Lake, and they are dealing with Omagong Brewery, and they're going to have several of the Game of Thrones beers on tap, including ones that don't exist anymore like the ones that you can't buy anymore. So what we may end up doing is like instead of everybody doing the beer tasting through ice and fire con, we do it, we set a time for it and they do it like a first come first serve, or we can even preset, they can even probably pre sell tickets or whatever, but they're going to have several of the older game of Thrones brews that you actually can't buy anymore uh, on tap for us. So, yeah,
1: to, to clarify for those who haven't listened to this before talking about the ice and fire con um, there's the HBO ha- with Omegon has done beers, have made the themed beers for the show and uh, what we, we get in a whole pile of it and we can pay for tickets and get one of the bottles and do a t- tasting of them.
2: Yeah. And the only problem right now is that they don't, um, they don't actually have any new bottles coming out within like this realm of time that Ice and Fire Con is happening. Where they, like, either they're they came out too long ago and it's too late to hold them, or they're coming out in the future and there's no way they you know it won't happen before Ice and Fire Con, which is why the the usually like I said like like Ashley said we get you get to have a full bottle of it that you get to take home with you. We probably won't be able to do that, but that has nothing to do with. The location or anything, it's just the timing, you know, they, they keep changing the timing of, of when these beers come out. So, we've been lucky the past few years, put it that way.
0: <laughs> so, what are some of the big events planned for the convention other than the beer tasting?
2: Oh, god, well, I mean, the usual, um, ever since our gosh, what was it, our first year, like, we have panels, we have um. And this year, you know, it, it, it always it's like a mix of the type of panels that we do. Uh, we're, we haven't set the subjects this year, and those we usually actually kind of go through the, you know, the, the group and get some suggestions and stuff. So we're, we're very, you know, we try to involve our, our attendees as much as possible. And that type of that type of thing, but um. So we'll have a few panels, and last year we had several new activities, including improv of ice and fire, which is an improv event, and it is it is designed for like everybody. Like if you've never done improv before, it's it's super easy and fun, and and like you're not, you know, they teach you what to do, they give you the prompts. It's really fun, um, and of course, we've got the bad fanfic reading, uh, which is you are given a list of things from the Song of Ice and Fire book series that you have to include in a fan fiction. And then uh, you, you do it in groups and you, you make it as ridiculous as possible and you read it out loud. And that was a lot of fun last year. And then, of course, we'll have our tournament. Uh, and actually, the greatest thing about Mountain Lake at this point to me and and really, to all the organizers, they have a full-on archery setup. So it is going to be a legitimate. The archery portion is going to be a legitimate thing. With like, they have the bows, they have real targets. You know what I mean? Like, that's something we kind of had to. No
3: do organizers
2: our will accidentally be shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, they're 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 still, um, you know, they're still like the bumper arrows. You know, they're not real <laughs> arrows or whatever. I don't think. But uh, hopefully, but uh, but yeah, I mean, so so in the previ- previous years, we've had to kind of put that together ourselves. So even though it's always been fun this year, it's going to be a little easier, honestly, probably for, especially for people who have never, you know, uh, shot a bow before and want to participate. Um, but yeah, so of course we'll have the tournament and uh, the Saturday night dance party and um, the Friday night snark and grumpkin hunt will take place as well. But that has kind of evolved a little bit every year. So I don't want to say too much about it because we haven't gotten the official rules for this year yet. I'm assuming it's going to be close to last year, but I have to be honest, that's something I'm not involved in. So I don't even know what happened last year. I know it was fun. <laughs> I heard very good things about it, but
1: <laughs> but I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've never been to the Snork and Grumpkin, but I I always hear about it. I, there's always something going on that I'm involved with at the same time. But uh, yeah, I've always heard very good things about it, and that shenanigans ensues.
2: Yeah, someone climbed a trash can last year. <laughs> I'm not gonna name names, but you know.
0: Hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah. trivia as well, so we can get our yeah, revenge absolutely. this time. Oh. Yeah, we <laughs> we'll
2: absolutely do trivia. Um, that that. That's been, you know, two years running. And, and this year it'll be run probably a little bit different because we don't have – there's no meals included. So there's no set dinner times. But it'll probably be the same type of thing where I run, you know, one set and then have a 15-minute break and then have another set of trivia. And it's always a mix of book and show but mostly book. Yes. And, like,
1: for all you listeners out there, if you want a real trivia – you you come to Ice and Fire
2: con because everyone there is like on our level. Oh my gosh, I know. Who won? I mean, you guys won the first year, but that wasn't even fair. <laughs> <laughs> because it was you, it was the two of you. It was a dream and, team, yeah. and, and, and Power of oh the God. Hand. <laughs> yeah, well, Alex, right? Alex, from yeah, Power of the yeah. Hand. Yeah. Not even fair. And then last year, who won it last I think it was
0: split between a couple different groups. Like, it wasn't one group that won every. One. Well we
2: always but, have two uh yeah. we always have two trivias. So the first year it was you guys on one and then the Brotherhood Without Boners. <laughs> <laughs> it was Cheryl, uh, Brian and Terry. Yes, yes. Uh on the second round. But last year I don't I know. I think
0: Dom's I, team won one of them, I'm pretty sure. Or at least they were up there.
2: Who was? Dom. Yeah, I think you're right. You may be right, yeah, but I, I try to come up with increasingly more difficult questions every year. So.
0: <laughs> uh, just ask like, about the food options then, as you said, like, the, is there any food or we should bring it ourselves to the place?
2: I mean, I always suggest bringing the convention. I always suggest bringing snacks to a convention. Um, there's mini fridges in, I think, there's definitely mini fridges yeah. in the family suites and the cottages and stuff. You can probably request them for the rooms if they're not in there, but they may actually have them in every single room. I always suggest bringing snacks for a convention, but this uh this lodge has a restaurant that will be open, you know, for meals. The, you know, it doesn't include breakfast like Ravenwood did, which is one thing, you know, I'm kind of going to miss, but um But they do have a restaurant that will be open for the major meals. And, uh, so far as I know, there are still going to be places probably where you can like order in, but. I will say the restaurants are a little bit pricey, but it's, it's a, it's not like Ravenwood where you had to pay like 25 or $30 for the full meal. It's, it's an a la carte type of thing. Mm-hmm. So they have a menu with appetizers and entrees and whatever, and, and you can kind of choose on your own. Um, and they're very, uh, allergy friendly, uh, gluten-free friendly, I don't know the the menu looks, I've looked at the menu. It looks really good. Uh, And, and the price range is, it's like average. I mean, honestly, if you've been to a convention in like San Diego, Atlanta, uh, or even like ice and fire con at Ravenwood, if you paid for their meals, I think with mountain Lake, you're going to, it's not super, super cheap, but you're, you know, you're getting like what you want, I guess, is rather than like a buffet for like a, you know, convention style price. So there won't be a set time for dinner this time? No, there will not. I mean, well, the restaurant will be open for like several hours for dinner. You know, they won't be open. The, I, my, what I've heard is that there's like, they close for a little bit between breakfast and lunch, and they close for a little bit between lunch and dinner, but it'll be a, a spread out time and they can more than accommodate us. Um, and, and, Additionally, while we're on the subject of food, to mention alcohol a little bit, our website had some incorrect information on it. And I, I hope it's been fixed, but I may have to double check. Like, You can have alcohol in your room, anywhere you're staying, even in the lodges. You can have it in the vicinity of your room. You can have it outside. But you cannot bring it into the bar, the restaurant, or the meeting rooms. Mm. So... I don't think that's a big deal because that's kind of when you
1: say outside that you can travel outside to the outdoor events with it.
2: Yes. Yeah. You just can't have it. Like it's, it's basically like, obviously you can't have it in the bar. I mean, no bar allows outside alcohol, really. Even in New Orleans where there's open container, like you still have to drink or yep. dump your cup before you walk into a new bar um so like none in the bar none in the restaurant and none in the meeting rooms uh and that will include like the saturday night party but they'll have a bar open so as long as you're buying alcohol from them you know you, you it's actually a much better scenario than what we previously had because you stay wherever you want and have alcohol in your versus like worrying about oh crap i'm staying in the castle i can't bring outside alcohol in you know.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the fun events are outdoors anyways. Mm-hmm.
2: Really, the only event that's going to be like a hey guys, don't be jerks about this, is the Saturday Night Dance Party.
0: I'll be trying to get the board game tournament going again.
2: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll absolutely be doing that. Um, You know, as long as you're willing to run it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah I'm guessing the Staples from previous years will be there. Uh, cards Against Westeros. Oh uh, yeah. Drinking game. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Cards Against Westeros is is it's that's another thing that's in our Facebook group where you can actually download your own Cards Against Westeros. But yeah, that even with the bonfire thing going on Friday night, Friday that'll be probably earlier when it's still a little bit warmer out. You know, just post dinner, and then like later on we'll we'll do you know we'll continue with like our gaming night that we all like. There's always Cards Against Westeros going even on saturday night i think right
1: yeah it's it, there's always it's always going on yeah like it's constant and i, I just want to talk about the cosplay like yeah. um like obviously there's the there's a lot of just you know your, your your typical cosplay but this is the chance to do things that no one else will get except our group like the the saturday night or was it friday night the dance the, the big saturday dance party night. saturday, saturday. Yeah, the, the big dance party, like the costumes you will see there are things you will never see at any other convention because it is just so niche, but everyone will get it. And yes. it's just
2: ridiculous. I don't know if that describes it at all. I feel like I'm going to be yelled at for admitting this, but um, the Saturday night cosplay that I'm involved in right now. I'll only name the people who are definitely confirmed, but we're doing like modern versions of the great bastards of Agamemnon. and Worthy. I'm being Shira pop star. <laughs> KK is being blood rave in capital R A V, so she's gonna be a raver. Raver Blood Raven and Dom is being emo steel. <laughs> so, and,
1: like last year we had Ziggy Dark Stardust mm. show. <laughs> so that that kind of gives you an idea. I, I, yeah. I just I really love it just because no one like it's the kind of thing that all, you can only do at an Ice and Fire convention is you know see these ridiculous mashups but they work and everyone everyone just gets it.
2: Well, and it's like I'm with is- my people. Yeah, exactly, and and it's not even just the mashups. It's that like, yeah, there are amazing like show accurate costumes at this convention. There absolutely are, but like, oh god, like last year we did the um, the mistresses. Uh, we did Aegon yeah. the Unworthy and his nine mistresses, and we had all nine mistresses, and nobody would ever know who those people were at and- like a regular convention. George saw, the but picture. it was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plus one in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's. Um, I mean, gosh, I did Val the Wildling last year, and uh, my and and my friend KK did. She did. She is not pregnant, but she actually like made the pregnant belly and did like Dala, and and we had Mance Rayder with his little, you know, instrument and everything. So it's. A, <laughs> Things that you just the, you see these amazing show cosplays all the time, but yeah, you're this is the only place you're going to see the crazy like mashups from like book book or historical characters and and also just like just book characters that I mean one of my friends is planning on cosplaying Miranda Royce this year.
0: And I guess like uh, what's kind of become a tradition is we always have a like a podcast of Ice and Fire meetup. Yeah, uh, that'll oh, definitely
2: happen. I mean, we always hang, oh, out, yeah. hang
0: out throughout the entire convention, but we have a specific kind of meetup on one of the nights too. So. Mm-hmm. It's good.
2: Yeah, that'll happen. Once uh, I get my act together and, and start working on a schedule, don't tell Keith, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's talking about this. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Everyone should Wait, j- join the Facebook group because that's where a lot of things are going on. We're still you know, planning events and whatnot, so if you want to get in on the ground floor as to what's going on, you should definitely join the Facebook group.
2: Yeah. And all you have to do is search for ice and like A-N-D fire convention. It's the, the Facebook page is like ice ampersand fire con, but the Facebook group is ice and fire convention. Um, We separated that on purpose. I mean, we are doing a little bit better about posting updates on the Facebook page. And to be honest, the group is, it's full of a lot of personal jokes and stuff like that, but um gosh, we're all super friendly and like you yes. interact with us and we'll interact with you. Uh, it's that's just you know, we're we we are super excited for new people this year and everything. So
1: Yeah, it it might seem, like, cliquey at first, but that, like, everyone never knew each other the first time they went. Like, everyone just Mm -hmm. met each other at Ice and Fire, and that's how it just began, and we've been going for the last three years, so that's kind of how we got to know each other. Just come in and be like, yeah, I like Ice and
2: Fire, and we'll be like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and that's kind of the thing, like, it it, it does, it looks, the group especially looks a little bit cliquey at first, but, like literally just insert yourself and and it's like new person yay we get
1: very excited <laughs> yeah I've, I've told this story before but like when i first went i didn't know anybody and i am a very shy person i didn't have anywhere to sit for the dinner and i was i didn't know what to do and then this one, the one cj came up to me and said, hey come sit with us and i was like yay because i was like thinking, oh, i'm like I'm gonna have to with back." Me. Sorry. <laughs>
3: You no, stayed the first with year. Me.
1: the first year I didn't. I was in the uh a different cottage. No, the
2: first year you were with me in the Spencer no. cottage. It was me, you, Marty, and uh I swear to god, the the second <laughs> year you, the, it was the second year you weren't with me, but no, the first year you were with me. You were okay. in you were but you, you weren't were weren't at... eating dinner at that time, or you were Oh no, no, at no, 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 oh, I just something. like we stayed in the same room. I just mean it was one of those like Oh, you're coming. Well, I have room in my room. I don't know you, but you could be cool. We're in <laughs> a room together. And it turned out pretty great.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm always glad that we decided to go to that because it was like we kind of confirmed late because we heard about it. and We're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And it worked out well. Yes, it did. <laughs> a couple of years a couple of years later we were on a comic-con panel
1: <laughs> i know yeah. right so is yeah. um if you don't know anyone and you don't have anyone to room with or anything or you don't have anyone to travel with just go onto the facebook page there are people looking to carpool there are people looking for roommates and like people are great like the, the people yeah. in this community are really great
2: yeah, we're, we're very like, it's like the people who have been in it for a while are tight knit, but we are so like open to new people. I mean, shoot, like not last year, but the year before I had a friend I knew from Dragon Con who wanted to go and I was like, well, uh, the guys from Chicago have room in their room and he just ended up staying with them and it was, it was perfect. Like it, it's, and, and they, they liked him and he liked them and it was like, everybody's Everybody's just really great. I, I it's really great.
0: <laughs> cool, because I, I just since we were kind of talking about conventions, I did want to mention briefly Comic Con that hopefully Ashley will be joining us this year potentially. Right? Um,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna confirm yet. It's it really. Is still kind of up
2: in the air as to, yeah. I'm, I'm in that same boat. I didn't apply as press this year, I let somebody else from the geeky area do that. And uh, I did apply as press for Star Wars celebration. And if I get that, I can't go to Comic Con because they're like two weeks apart. And that's in Star Wars celebration, is in London.
0: Yeah, when will you know uh, about that then?
2: Um, the absolute latest is April 30th. But they stop accepting applications, like, March 31st, so it'll probably be before that.
0: All right, well, I'm going to apply for the panel again, and, like, if you can't make it, then we can always switch in somebody. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's Mm -hmm. fine. I'll let you know as soon as I do, trust me.
0: But if, like, if if you didn't get the Star Wars one and we got the panel, then you'd be able to get in via the panel access, so. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah, I, yeah, if that, if that happened and I don't get to do, uh, do London, then. But I kind of want to go to
0: London. <laughs> <laughs> to okay. So uh, now I'm just taking kind of a break before we move on to the chapters to see what we're at now. So are you able to stay, you think, or you have to head out or what?
2: No, I'm good for a little bit.
0: Okay. We can at least do one of the chapters maybe?
2: Sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Let me just do- double check though. if uh. So the double- break? Sure, yeah. Let's take a couple <laughs> minutes. I'll be right so. back. Yeah, go yeah. to the wash. <laughs> Hey, who's
4: here? Hi, uh, I'm Bing from the forums. Shoeshine on the forums. I think this is the first time I've talked to you oh. as well, Ashley. Okay, hello.
2: Hello. I was say I'm on the forums uh, like two years ago. <laughs> I
1: I haven't been on them in a long time because computer mm-hmm. and
0: whatnot. It, it, yeah. Well, let's be honest here. You're never we were never on there that often before either. So. Oh, oh I, I lurked. <laughs> yeah, you're a lurker. I, I knew who
1: people were, what was going on. Yeah. I
0: kept up. Yeah, but we should, uh, I was trying to convince Bing to come out to and Con. Yes. <laughs> I think he enjoyed it. should go to Eisenfire Con.
1: <laughs> it's hard uh, without yeah. a
4: car.
0: That's uh, what we're saying. Uh, if you get you... To nearby, you can carpool.
2: Yeah, where do you live, sir?
0: Uh, New Jersey.
2: Oh, gosh, man, we have a ton of people coming from New York.
4: Right. So, I mean, so, and, those... and,
2: and... <laughs> and i have a good friend like i know i'm sorry i'm being a no, nut but no, i have no, a really, like a, one of our volunteers who's a very close friend of mine for uh 10 years now actually marty he's from like uh, Pitt, uh not pittsburgh um philadelphia side of new jersey mm-hmm. and he drives every year
4: right i mean the it's also a schedule thing cuz i need to make a few trips research trips you've got trips. mail what? Ernie, come uh, Actually, you AOL? AOL. Actually, <laughs> was that AOL? That wasn't me. That 99.
2: wasn't me. That, that was me. not me.
0: Wait, who is that? it? Might have been, it might be our alternate recorder, maybe. Because uh, Mr. Corb's in here. He's recording for us, so. <laughs> <I was laughs> yeah, like,
2: he's 99. got me. I just all of a sudden felt like it was like 1999 again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Probably don't have a recap, though, eh? No,
1: that's Kyle's job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the job that he fails at every time, but he still does.
2: What is he supposed to do? Recap, like the,
0: recap chapters. the chapters? and, like, yeah, just, like, in a quick recap before we go into it. But...
4: I mean, I'll quickly... I just read it so I can quickly sort of summarize it. Sure, I guess. let's do
0: that. We're doing uh, John 3, which is chapter 27.
4: Right. So, yeah, uh, John goes to find Ghost um, and tells Ghost to go back to Castle Black. By himself. And then he starts reminiscing about having sex with Ygritte. <laughs> and then uh, during his nice day, daydreaming session, um, he gets unfortunately caught out of it by one of the, the fens, the, the Magnar offense, men to go and see the Magnar. Um, the Magnar wants John to tell him how many men about inf- him is asking John for info on the, about, about Castle Black, about the wall and um, asking how many men, uh, the watch half, for example, and uh, John gave well, half truths. <laughs> he exaggerates the, the number of men, but m- most of his information is is true. I think, right? And yeah, was, yeah. And then and then he goes to have cave sex with Nugrat. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. They, yeah,
2: yeah. Hashtag that's, cave that's sex? The only, yeah. yeah, the whole second half of that chapter, cave sex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, when I want I had the drawing for this thing. Where would it go?
1: Oh,
0: From I our don't art to project. I want know
1: what our fans came up with yeah, that.
0: I'm sending a drawing for it. Is this up, Is this is this safe for work? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so.
2: Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I've done a chapter recap with you guys. Um, this one's kind of, uh, this chapter, like, other than John having more sex with a regret, like, kind of nothing happens in there. I mean, he the whole steer, you know, thing. Of course John's lying about how many people on the wall are on the wall. Like, he's not going to tell them the truth yeah. about that.
0: He's good at, like, uh, telling, as he said, half-truths. Because he can't completely yeah. lie about it, but he has to put some truth in there and some uh, fiction.
4: Yeah, this is... This is have a test, right?
0: Yeah. Because they have
4: men who know something about the wall. So if John just come out and straight up lies, then he, he's probably food for the, Eisen- the, the, the the Moon River clan or whatever. Yeah.
0: Well, they mentioned the cannibal clans in here too. And I, I, I always find I get a bit annoyed when I read this. Like, why did they make the Thens the cannibals? They could have just named them something else.
2: Seriously, because they were like the most, um, I mean...
0: Civil. Um, civilized. Most
2: civilized. Yeah, civilized mm-hmm. and organized i mean, I hate to use those words, but they were the most like civilized and organized of of the tribes.
0: Yeah. Well, they were a sedentary civilization; like they stayed in one place instead of like roaming around and stuff, right? So they and were, they
2: had a they had a clear like they they had a king. They call him a king, or well, they call them the Magnar, Mag- right? Mag- Yeah,
4: for all intents and purposes, he's sort of like their king figure. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they say he's basically deity to their people.
0: Yeah, and they say they're like the last of the first men. So they're they're probably like they they're the closest to like living like the people south of the wall, like they have like organization there.
2: Yeah, but in the show they're just cannibals. They're, they're just cannibals, cannibals which just which, cannibals.
0: which there are cannibals, but then why put the name Thans on it? It's just.
4: A, <laughs> I think they wanted a catchy name. That's sort of weird. An offense that's still easy to remember. An offense that... So, but,
2: but, but now how... Are we allowed to say, like, now how is that going to affect Rickon? And, like, the whole Skagos thing?
0: Well, they, they, that, they can always just put some yeah. other name for the people up there. Like, I don't yeah. think it's... I, I, like, there's just no reason to, to have used thens there, really. Other than to be, like... Give, like, a fake uh, reference to the books.
1: Because they couldn't come up with a name themselves.
0: Well, I <laughs> mean, I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I mean, I... Did, does anyone think season six is going to be good? Like, I think it's going to start to go downhill. No. if It hasn't already no. just cause I mean, they're good at ad- adapting. I'll give them that. They're generally good at adapting, but when they have like no source material to work on, it's yeah. going to
4: be cause they had one good episode as season, like one really, really good episode. That's basically their own hard home. And I think that's, and that's they... what they're good at is they're doing show pieces, showcase type of sh- episodes which is a lot of fighting, not a lot of dialogue. So if they just do that, maybe it'll be good.
2: Oh, there I mean, much. the show is, like, visually stunning.
4: Mm-hmm. It
2: absolutely is. It's it's just the writing is... And it, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's just that I'm, like, a book fan before I'm a show fan. I think the writing has gone downhill. Like, it's... I don't even want to say consistently. It was like, season one was good. Season two was kind of crap. Season 3 was better, and then since then it's just gone downhill. Mm. Yeah, and I hate to make this into like a bitch fest, but...
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a point to make, but that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no, I, I think
4: the part of their problem was they tried to do some sort middle of middle-of-the-road thing, which they want to make stuff up, but they also want to stick by the general layout of the fifth book. And whatever came out in the middle of that was probably the worst thing they could have done.
1: Well, The whole thing with Jamie it's like, I don't think that, oh, uh, it's like they wanted to give the actors something to do. Right. But then they didn't actually, you know, they didn't want to do anything too bold to mess up the plot line. But then all it does is just walk around in circles and it doesn't make any sense. And,
2: uh. Are you talking about Jamie? you said?
1: Oh, yeah. His plot last yeah. season was
4: horrible. Thorn. Yeah, you either yeah. you either make stuff
0: up or you, you
4: stick by the books. You, you can't.
1: Yeah, you, you gotta go full out if you're gonna start changing stuff.
0: Well, I kind of wanted to, them to go full out now. Yeah, me they too. might as well. Like, they've got through. Like it better I wanted them did. to get through a storm of swords, which they did. They had some good stuff in there. And then why tie yourself then to the couple of scraps that George told you now?
1: Yeah, if they, you know, did their own thing after Storm of Swords, I would be fine with that. As, you know, they'd be like, okay, we don't have the rest of the material. We have to do our own thing because we're not going to get it in time.
2: Well, I mean, they know what the end game is. And I get that Martin wouldn't have given them a lot of details on what's going to happen in between. But um, I'm sorry, I just can't, I can't forgive them for the Sand Snake BS, and mostly for Sansa. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: like, I'm non not forgiving there. Like, I had a lot of friends who like, quit watching the show after that. I review it for the website I write for, and I told my admin, I was like, I'm sorry, but uh, I will finish out reviewing this season with you, and then You've <laughs> got, got mail! We just got some mail from HBO. She's this got her face is, is this is some yeah. slandering
0: the show.
3: Yeah, see it here.
0: No, <laughs> I think the what's particularly problematic. I mean, there's multiple things problematic with Sansa, but it, it just seems that they they did that for Theon's benefit. It's like we don't even care about the Sansa character. Let's do this, and so then Theon will be motivated to change. So it's like done just for him. That whole like scene, all of that. So that's just. One of the problems, I think, with that.
1: Well, they don't understand how the character arcs work. Like, there are specific character arcs. Like, Arya has one, Sansa has another. They're supposed to be very contrasting, not converging on revenge. There's supposed to be Sansa going one way, Arya going the exact opposite. And that's, like, a whole theme going on in the show. And they just threw that out the window for shock value.
0: I think it's going to be – a lot of things will be judged after we get both the show ends and we get the remaining books. At that point, we'll have to – there'll be other discussions. There may be – it'll be easier to compare at that point.
2: Well, I mean, we already know that Martin has – I don't know if he added or if there just always was a plot twist in the next book that involves a character that the show killed off. So –
0: yeah that part kind of makes me feel sad for george it seems like he's just trying to console himself he's like look i can do this little thing like well, oh, but
2: i think the fans are th- on his side uh yes. yeah he yes. can take I, I mean i gotta be honest like he can take as long as he freaking wants yeah. to write these books uh, and do whatever he wants with them because in the end i don't believe that he will change I don't believe that he will change the ending that they gave that he gave the show. I don't yeah. believe he go that far because it's still his story and that's how he was going to end it. I would prefer <laughs> if it happens sooner rather than yeah. later. I, I think first. he's close to it.
0: Just, when is he going to? He's. Yeah, he, I
2: expect the book this year, or at least be
1: finished this year and announced.
0: That could be the last hope for our predictions to be correct if it's with <laughs> two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Because <laughs> in 2013, is, we were like, well, 2016 is the upper limit. So we'll see.
2: Is it, I mean, he took what, six years to write 2005 for Dance of the Dragons, or was it the other way around?
0: It was almost um, six years, was it? Let's, let's see. The other way around. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. yeah, I think it was five. And so i kind of, I mean, yeah. I mean it's like 2017, but at the same time, like, I think he's close, and I, I think. I don't know. I don't want him to rush it. Right.
4: I mean, you can't rush creative writing. It's just, no, that's not how writing works. But
0: well, he's not like rushing it. I mean, I mean he's right. just, he's working at it and he's having issues. But I, I, I mean... think that he's close to it. He's not like he hasn't like, done a couple hundred pages. Like, unless he's completely deluding himself, he's close to being there. It's just, how long is the last part going to take?
1: Yeah, and I yeah. have no problem waiting for it. I am not, you know, one of those people complaining at all. I'm like, take your time.
4: I think it'll be really interesting how he how it differs from the show because I mean at the end of the day he may have shown the general contours of how the show how the books are going to end to the sh- to uh, David and Dan but he this is this is his book he's at at will to change anything and and he and and well I don't think he's going to going to make some completely make out some completely different ending just to spite the show if he, if if he keeps thinking and that a different ending is better and writes that instead yes. of what the show has. That's that's that is yeah. totally his prerogative. And as he takes more time, more and more time to write the books, that that has a higher possibility of happening.
0: that, that is entirely true because about- he does do a lot of rewriting. So like it could be independent of the show. Just the fact that he takes a long time writing, he does change right. things. Like I think, I think. But some of those endpoints are pretty much set in stone. I would think.
4: Like- Probably, but I mean, there's so many characters in the show. And not every character is going to end up, I mean, of course, not, it's, it's already not going to end up the same way as the, the show did. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Anyways. I think that's enough of the show. Enough. I mean, the show's coming in <laughs> a couple months, so we can talk about it more. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Talk about the chapter. They so said there's not a lot in this chapter. They talk about the uh, constellations and how they give them different names, mm-hmm. right, north of the wall and south of the wall and uh john was thinking he well he had to sleep with the at least once so he would do that and then it's like twice more that night <laughs> <than
2: morning.
4: laughs> it's hard to uh, once you break the duck
2: <laughs> it's hard to stop i mean i just find it very hard to believe that he just like knows what to do like that and she's this this experienced woman is like oh yeah he's like pers- oh, she's only That's-
0: slept with one person before him and so she's only one up on him with like i a- guess and he didn't, he it's not like he knew what to do, he kind of just stumbled his way <laughs> toward that. I
2: don't know, he gave a... Uh... Ward's kiss,
0: right? kiss, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, that that's,
3: it. Well, that's right.
1: <laughs> it also, it was also apparently the first time he actually saw her naked, so I'm thinking that, like, in the wildlings, don't really get all into that, maybe, because they're, it's too cold out. Yeah, true. But they just kind of get it down. theory
0: in the essay that I wrote about that, I was like, no, it's just, she's, she's young, I'm sure the other wildlings know about that, she just doesn't know herself, because limited experience
2: yeah they all get up under
0: their furs <laughs> yeah, so then yeah, so she actually get kind of gets shy at that point, as shy as you get can can, can be he <laughs> <It> says, yeah <laughs> and then she tells him about her previous lover, who just turned out to be couldn't weak, couldn't steal her away, because mm-hmm. long spear so- broke her arm, and then he's like, "Oh, it wasn't Long spear. He's like, no, Long like my brother
4: mm-hmm. so, some interesting information about Craster, right. <clears throat> That the, the wildlings don't consider Craster to be a wildling.
2: Well, yeah.
4: I mean, and that he he was he was born of, a night, he was born of a, a man of the Night's Watch.
0: Mm. Yeah, he's weird. He's just kind of in his own little triangle there, where like everyone leaves him alone, and even the others. And everybody hates <laughs> him,
4: but <Yeah. laughs> but they'd they have to deal with him for some reason. Yeah.
0: I think the wildlings just
1: ignore him. They don't bother with him at all.
0: Although, I think he's mentioned at some like some point that Craster had like helped the watch like and because he does like let them stay there and they're like, oh, we should have dealt with him earlier or something. So, they, they kind of... Maybe we're going to deal with him, but he already ended up dead.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh, Craster. <laughs> Good riddance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I think
1: he's the creepiest character George has written, actually. So <laughs> uh. Uh, I don't
2: know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's really he's really bad. But gosh, there are some really bad ones.
4: <laughs> right.
2: The daughters thing, though. Uh. Yeah. Um,
4: some interesting stuff on sort of the the inter the the relationship between the Wadling clans. I guess that um, the the sort of the power games between the Magnar and uh, what's his name Jarl. Mm. who is kind of like Mance's brother-in-law of sorts. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Nah, he's kind of just there. Val's like, ah, he's all right, but, you know, I'm just putting up with him for the time being. Oh, and then he (laughs) dies.
4: But yeah, like, and it's interesting that, um, supposedly the Magnar is, should should be the one in charge, and Magnar really wants to be in charge, but, uh, Everybody seems to listen to y'all more just because he has more experience dealing
2: with. I have lost sound. Oh, Oh, you there? Hello? Hello?
0: Hello? Oh, hold on. We're getting... It says it's trying to get the call back. Uh Uh-oh. Hello? I'm here. You're here?
1: Mm -hmm. Tara is. Tara? We're doing so well.
4: (laughs) (laughs) From from what she said it sounds like she just lost uh,
1: sound she, yes no she just said that uh she just messaged me yep yeah. uh, saying that her internet's being wonky
0: anyways let's do this okay so we're back <laughs> all right so what, what happened is we had an awesome review of the danny chapter like, and it died. It died. We yeah. lost the entire review of the Danny chapter. We had an unforgettable discussion about Dithraki culture and Age of Empires two and all this stuff and we lost it. I mean the good news is we're working on alternate recording methods like Zancaster that might be able to work in the future. But
1: After seven, eight years, we'll get this <laughs> eventually.
0: <laughs> eventually. Yeah. I I should like contact Zancaster. I mean they 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 set us in for the beta beta test now, but we should be like, hey, can you, like, let us get one that works on tablets? <laughs> Two yeah. phones? Okay. So what we're going to do is just, like, power through the Danny chapter uh, because we've recorded a bunch and we're tired. But we <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about it. So, I mean, we're not going to really summarize it, I think. We're just going to go through it like we did. Right. Um, I think one of the key points we talked about was uh, Danny's vision and whether, I mean, he, he said being... Uh, like, how would she know that that's actually the trident or not? But it just could be still like one of those kind of foreshadowing visions or one of those predictive ones, right?
4: Probably. Yeah. Um, especially since Choir immediately shows up.
0: Yeah. She's yeah. right there right after her, so we thought that maybe she was like maybe even bringing on the dream, like interfering there. Yeah.
1: That, that was what I figured when I was reading the chapter was that she had something to do with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then we were trying to figure out who she was, why she's masked. We talked about if she was. A uh, shadow binder from Shy. Well, that's what she is, but where are they masked? And uh, Mm -hmm. talked about a Shy and how maybe a Shy is like something to do with fracking.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we went into a whole
1: discussion about fracking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it's polluted and stuff, and they're getting energy source for Shadow. Uh, Then they have to import food and water there. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we talked about, uh, we had quite a discussion about if If Danny did the right thing or and if she did like maybe the execution wasn't as was good, the intentions were right right um like freeing the slaves is one thing, but then she just left Astapor at that point, and then it mm-hmm. went down and left she she left it so and what happened in Astapor inspired her to do what she did, in marine is try to stick around and, and right.
1: uh, yeah, a... you don't destroy culture and then leave you have to kind of pick up after yourself,
0: yeah so oh, you I mean... can leave a garrison <laughs> yep. I think the point I
4: made was. Um, that it depends on on uh, on how she on whether she can deal with the consciousness conscience of this because strategically the smart thing to do just purely on military strategic point is just to leave all three cities and just go and leave the leave the Giscard, the former Giscard Empire to burn maybe.
0: So we were talking about, like, I mean, they didn't expect her to, to attack them because it, nobody else would really have done it. She wasn't motivated just by pure self-interest mm-hmm. to to go over. It made, like, if somebody's just trying to take back the Seven Kingdoms, it made sense to leave them alone. But she, as we said, she says, like, what are kings for? What are rulers for is for justice. So yeah. mm-hmm. she was meeting it out there. Um, talked about why, like, the Unsullied didn't have, like, a backdoor never-attack-Astabor <laughs> command. In them, and maybe they're not quite as robotic as they seem. They actually enjoyed the chance to, to get free here, and that, that's what Danny was doing here. Was she was kind of testing out first through Sandy about how, uh, you know, if I sold them later, would they turn against me? She was kind of trying to test to see what she could do with them.
4: Mm-hmm. I think we made a comparison between the episode in the show versus the chapter. And the difference being that in the show we just see from the outside, and Danny seems all cold, cold and collected. And it seems like she planned this all along whereas here we see more things going on in her head.
3: Hmm.
1: yeah, she wasn't sure if if it would go out this way that she was questioning and trying to figure out will this plan work or not yeah and and the unsullied seemed to be cool with it. <laughs> like if, if someone were to, were to do the same, would they just turn on her like that? I don't think it would
0: happen. not by this point because if they they've, they've had like they've changed over time now. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they, I mean they even said before like they they don't sell on solid in groups of ten because they would go and mix with people and kind of forget who they are, so mm-hmm. they can adapt, they can hopefully change, and they owe Danny a lot now,
1: yeah, but uh, not the robots they try to sell them as
0: yeah and they stop i think apparently they stopped drinking that that uh, courage drink or whatever right, so that might also <laughs> affect them and then we had like, we had quite a few quite a long discussion about what would have happened if Danny took over the the thraki horde with their to Westeros and how they wouldn't have fit there,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, but she's probably not going to do that as we said. Like she may use like the the Dothraki the right now to in this battle, but she's not going to go there with them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but that might have been uh, Illyrio's plan and Varys's plan to have sent Danny with the earlier Dothraki over and then have Aegon come in and mop up. Right. Yeah. Then we talked about, I think, Age of Empires 2. <laughs> yeah. how how played that, and I was saying the English longbows could beat Mongol Mangidei Day, so that game. And we talked about Turtle Boats. <laughs>
4: Hideyoshi's Invasion of Korea, 16... Yeah. Oh, no, not fifteen yeah something. Yeah, because Thing, cause, cause thing
0: has a background in history, and he was telling stuff, and I was like, hey, I've played Age of Empires and the expansion, <laughs> so it's probably about the same level, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We, then sure, we cracked right over a- a- Age of Empires and the recording crashed and we lost everything so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> alright is there anything
0: else we want to cover or?
1: <laughs> it was a lot more riveting the first time I know
0: it's all gone now only the people that were here
1: you will never know what happened
0: yeah. we just condensed about uh, 30 minutes into 8 yeah yeah <laughs> And the only way to you'll ever have a chance to hear more is if you come to the Ice and Fire convention. Then yeah,
1: there, yeah, there was gossip. Amin told us all about his love life. And <laughs> all these rumors going around, secret love child Targaryens.
4: I, I like Mongols. Say. That's the that's the summary of my. Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, how the Mongols are way better than the Thraki, I think when that came up. Yeah. Yeah. like they had uh
1: but not better than english longboats. yeah exactly not. <laughs> but
0: korean siege engineers are the best because they can just <laughs> war wagons <laughs> i think i posted uh some screenshots in the forums actually for one of my uh games oh uh, for, from age of empires because the new version of it like before it was only you could have 200 population and now you can have like 500 or something and mm-hmm. So we had these, this massive fleet fighting, and then, like, Mr. Corb was like, I don't think you have enough boats. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Is this a remastered version?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a newer version. Uh, yeah. I, I th- did the episode was- on it, actually.
4: Yeah, yeah. Didn't you say it wasn't as good as the old one?
0: No, I, built, I think it's been improved, so it's, like, passable now. Like, you uh, okay. play okay. But it was really laggy before. Uh-huh. of course. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, thanks for joining us again, guys. Thank it's, you. We're heading over to be okay now to do a one-patch man uh, anime discussion. Check us out on com on WordPress, there, and then Twitter, Facebook, DeviantArt, and we'll see you next time.
4: Bye. Bye again. Bye.
0: All right, now we're gonna see if this is recorded. <laughs>
4: if that doesn't work, we can summarize it in four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two four. Age of Empires, Lombos, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll and become a tweet. <laughs> yeah,
0: a, a summary of a summary of a summary. Right? Yeah. What, what is it? what is VOK now? Like a sub niche of a niche or something? Or. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna end the call, and then we'll see if we uh, recorded. Okay.